I turned on Sesame Street. I said, oh, whew, Sesame Street. This is much better because now he'll learn how to count and spell. But now I'm watching it as an adult and I realize Sesame Street teaches kids other things. It teaches kids how to judge people and label people. That's right. They got a character on there named Oscar. They treat this guy like shit the entire show. They judge him right in his face. Oscar, you are so mean. Isn't he, kids? Yeah, Oscar. You're a grouch. It's like, bitch, I live in a fucking trash can. It's time for another episode of... 2.52. With your host, Ralphie D, Princess Crazy Girl, Frank G, and Amy the Dream Master. Oh, the husband just came home from they're doing be doing a zombie paintball thing. <laughs> that is. That's pretty cool. Yeah, how'd it go? There was nobody to actually do a dry run, so we just set everything up and. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're gonna be doing a thing where do you guys dress up as the zombies and the people pay to come and shoot you? Yeah, that's awesome. So people come and pay to shoot my husband <laughs> with paintballs. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets to wear zombie gear, so that's cool. And he gets to wear zombie gear. I know. That's so kind of. So if you're pissed at him one night, you'll just show up and start I, shooting at him. I think I am gonna have to go up there one night if he pisses me off and just start blasting. Yeah, you don't shoot back. So <laughs> Total yeah, couple therapy. Exactly, and he's like, <laughs> "We don't shoot back." So. <laughs> no, but if they catch you, they eat your brain. So you know, it's a toss-up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it starts this weekend, so people in Michigan, if you're listening, go to, what's the place called? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Action Paintball and Taylor. Cool, they need one of those Action Paintball, Paintball, paintball kind of commercials. Right. I ding-dang lost my e-cigarette. Yeah, I don't think I've been to any kind of haunted house or something like that in like 20 years. <gasps> I can't take them, and they want... <laughs> already been through this we've already had this discussion i think a couple of times they wanted i guess it's supposed to be a really badass one in wixom this year called dark legacy it's ran by uh the people from motor city nightmares convention Mm. and i guess it's supposed to be pretty badass and a bunch of people are like we want to go and i'm like i'll sit outside and like record you guys running out screaming (laughs) (laughs) Because the whole time I'd be behind Emerson just pushing him through with my head like stuck into his back going, go, 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 go. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm in a battlefield of some sort or something. Get me the hell out of here. (laughs) To me, they've gotten too expensive. Last time I went, I was like, are you kidding me? For five minutes? I got to stand in line for an hour or two and spend all this money for five minutes of being scared? Like five years ago, I was pregnant, so I couldn't go through because I was about to give like birth to Patrick so they wouldn't allow me to go through <clears throat> but it was an outdoor one and I guess it was pretty badass it took them more than five minutes to get through I'll tell you that much but I guess there was like certain parts where they had like dug out the ground and put foam like stuffed for them to fall into and didn't you guys have to crawl through it and stuff what? through that one haunted house follow the pink 
No. No. There was no, there was no crawling, but I could hear them there screaming. Was like, what are you doing? Uh, my husband was telling the story where him and my friend Frank got caught because they like snuck in when they got into the black house. Like maze, they started pouring so some drinks, mm. and a and a worker had walked up and was just like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" So, <laughs> and tried to bust him. What are you doing, Patrick? Well, that was kind of creepy. He looked possessed. <laughs> Feels the need to dance, man. Yeah. <laughs> they need to dance. When the mood hits, you just gotta. I mean, you can't hear the song, but he hears it. <laughs> well, I'm sure he does. What it? What it? Oh no, he's butt ass naked. He she's just wandering in circles. In butt ass naked. That sounds a lot like my friend Tor, actually, in the nineties. <laughs> I remember Tor. Well, you could find him funny. naked wandering in the streets on several occasions. Yeah. I only do that when I'm drunk. Well, yes, uh, so did he, but that was every day. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he I don't was, drink anymore. <laughs> exactly. Same here. You're glad that you never met him. Well, though, he wasn't too bad, but he was an interesting... He was a good, met, good guy, but he scared, yeah. scared a lot of people until they, you know, if you didn't know him <laughs> real well, he was a scary guy. Oh, yeah, he, he was, yeah, he was an odd... I met him maybe two or three times, and then after the first time, I was like, okay, well... I'm drunk and stoned anyway, so hey, what up? <laughs> but Skeletor, too. Skeletor. Yeah. But I think it was his house that we would go to, wasn't it? Was it his or was it? What? Tor's house we go to. Tor's yeah. house, yeah. Yeah, we went there a couple of times and it took me a few minutes, but. I don't know. I was so fucked up. I was just like, this dude's just going to play the guitar and. Yep, that was pretty much it. Because! That's fucking why! You know what, Frank? I wonder where you find time to edit fucking 120 minutes of my fucking kind of bullshit. Let alone put any kind of fucking beat to it. You know what? I bought this microphone, and this motherfucker worked. This motherfucker better be good! It better be good shit! I'll stick your ass so far up into a fucking kick drum that your diaphragm couldn't hold back. Diaphragm, your diaphragm can't do shit. <laughs> yep. He was sort of like our, uh, like, like that older brother who gets you in trouble, but he had kind of like that, you know, that Chet from Weird Science kind of a vibe to right. him. Right. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Sounds like fun. I remember, I think it was him that was trying to get me that night to try and play the guitar. And I know that you tried to teach me too. And I'm like, nope, I cannot do this. Give me any other instrument and I can play it. You put strings in my hand and I'm like, what do I do? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I was in the band. Like, I can play a flute, saxophone, you name it. I can write music. I can transform piano music into any other kind of music, but I could not ever grasp the, 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 the guitar. I just couldn't do it. It could be, though, because I was really, really fucked up every time we tried to do it. <laughs> See, I wanted to be in band, but we couldn't afford the instrument, so I couldn't do it. Yeah. 
they didn't give us a choice here. The kids are all like, you, you're in the fifth grade, you get an instrument. And they said, but however, if you destroy or lose the instrument, you owe us a vast amount of money that you probably don't have. That's how they have, work it right. now. See, yeah, they didn't do real instruments here until the no. junior high, middle school, and you had to we had pay recorders. for them. We had yeah. the lame recorders that drove our parents bonkers, which I, I think they still do. But yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's in fifth, fifth grade, grade. <laughs> was it fifth grade is when I joined the band and it was because the lady next door to my grandma had passed away and she had a clarinet in the house oh. and I saw it and, I, and they, I was allowed to take it along with a Nintendo and some other cool ass shit. So I was geeked <laughs> and I took it into the music teacher and I was like, I want to learn how to play this. And I tried it, and it sounded like a fucking dying animal. And he was, <laughs> you know, he was just like, oh, my God, stop. And he was like, hold on a minute, though, but try this. And he put a flute in my hand, and I literally started playing it like I had been playing it for 40 years. And he was just like, holy crap. And I'm like, all right, well, I think I got this. And I was always, like, first chair or second chair through school, you know, throughout school and high school. And I was in the marching band, yes, and I went to band camp. And one time at band camp, we weren't supposed to have pillow fights, but we had a pillow fight and it was so much fun. And this one time. I didn't do the stuff from American Pie. I was the <laughs> one that was sneaking in the liquor and. Yeah, band camp, pulling, check, flute, pulling, check, but not the rest. Right, exactly. <laughs> a lot of pranks me and my girlfriend Jamie her and I were the the notorious two for those we would put like saran wrap on the seats <laughs> so that in the middle of the night if they you know went to go pee or we saran wrapped one of the girls to the top bunk <laughs> of her bed that was our senior year I think yeah and I that I did not tar pay partake in. I just held the flashlight, but I almost pissed my pants from laughing because that she woke up and immediately blamed me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Thanks, Diane," but it wasn't me. Oh yeah, we would do shit like that all the time, but no, it was usually me sneaking in either weed or liquor, one of the two. Sorry, Miss Mollison, if you ever listened. <laughs> The band thing we were talking about, everybody gets an instrument. They didn't give him something fucking reasonably portable like a trumpet or a clarinet. They give him a xylophone in a, in a suitcase. <laughs> it's in a suitcase with wheels. Like, you know. So I'm like, where is he? The other day he's like five minutes late. Where the fuck is the kid? And I see him walking down the sidewalk dragging the shit. I'm like, why is he dragging his backpack? I just bought that thing. And I look, I'm like, he's got his backpack on. What the hell has he got there? And he's just like, Ugh! Like trying to move this, you know, thing down the street, and like, what the fuck are you doing? So Poor I, kid. he gets to the door. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, and he's like, what's well, got wheels? And I go, okay, well, what is it? And he's like, oh, it's my instrument. And I said, okay. So I, he said they were giving him a xylophone, and that's what they gave him. Is a, it's like a two octave half a xylophone. Yeah, I've seen that picture. Uh, of it's it. heavy as fuck. The the case they gave him weighs easily sixty pounds. And he's like. Have like, that, what's you know, on wheels? I'm like, yeah, it's on wheels, and that's great. But uh, it still took him ten extra minutes to get the damn thing home because it only rolls so well on a sidewalk and the street and shit. He can't lift it over the curb and whatever. He's got to go to where you know. 
So, oh, it's wet and snowy. Crosswalks. So then, yeah, so it's... Uh, oh, my God, yeah. Wait until it I snows. said it's going to snow. Yeah. The thing's going to end up in a puddle. I'm going to suggest to them, like, you know, when you guys are assigning this, why don't you, you know, take into account some of the kids are on the bus, some of the kids are walking, and give this to someone who's got someone who picks them up. Because, you know, he's like, well, now you can go with me on whatever music class day. I'm like, well, that's cool and all, but... I don't want to carry the 60-pound fucking thing <laughs> either, really, to tell you the truth. I like picking up both dogs and going for a walk with them under my arm, you know? <laughs> You're like, yep, I don't even want to fucking do this. Like, so I, give my kid a goddamn recorder, fuck the xylophones, shut my ear ass. Well, no, but you figure if you're going to, okay, I figured they'll have a xylophone. So they have the big ones at school. I figured what they right. would give him is like a desktop, you know, sort of, remember the Fisher-Price xylophone, only maybe more <laughs> professional, not, not rainbow colors. But... Are, you, are you serious, Frank, <laughs> right now? Well, sure, but not, not the actual Fisher-Price one. But they have that size. They have a desktop, like a... One I'm sorry, but I didn't. I'm just thinking like the colored ones, the bing, 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 bing <laughs> that I had when I was a kid. Yep. Oh, those uh, are cool. But yeah, they I have know. the same size, only it's, you know, all gray and metal y and not rainbow colored. <laughs> I heard so I rainbow color is good for trying to learn how to play tunes. Yeah, it is. It helps. It's like green, green, orange, orange, red, red, blue. <laughs> cool. Twinkle, twinkle, <laughs> little star. Awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can't believe I saw the picture of that and I'm like, why the fuck does he have xylophone? Like, yeah. like, what is this? I did not know like that that was from band class. That robot is cool as hell though. Well, see, that's now my new thing. I said, how, here's what we're going to do is I'm going to spend two weeks. I'm going to teach the fucking robot to play the fucking xylophone. <laughs> I'm going to send them both into school one day and tell them to give you an A in your STEM class and your music class and leave me alone for the next six months. <laughs> so look, right. we taught the robot to play the song. Can we stay home now? <laughs> that robot's pretty cool. Did you end up having to build that or did it come like that? No, it was in 1,200 pieces. Oh, my God. Are biggest, you kidding the biggest, me? Uh, yeah, they're, they're about one inch, sort of uh, almost like a Lego-sized thing, but with three holes, and you had to screw it all together. But I didn't do it. They did it. He he did it with his mom because my hands, it's all these little tiny-ass screws and the little tight spaces, and my hands just won't do it unless I have. Right. It would have taken me three put it times. together, actually, and got it all together. They got that together. It didn't work at first, and then it did, so that was cool. Does it still work? Yeah. I just I, when You have to wire the things up in a certain order, and they're not very well labeled, so it, it, was, it wouldn't turn its head or something, and it kept giving it, because it knows. It goes through a self-check, and it's like, something's wrong. You know, it turns it head and flips you off. <laughs> It's like, need input, Stephanie. It's, it's like it. short circuit. going to teach it all that shit. How tall does that thing stand? Because it looks pretty big. Three foot nine with a ten foot dick. It's four, it like four feet. Like three, four feet? Yeah, yeah. that's freaking cool as hell, man. I saw that and I was like, I want a robot. Yeah, you can you get can, such can. cooler toys than we had. You can teach it moves and dances and whatever you want. It'll it, you you can put it in learning mode and whatever moves you do to it, it'll then play back. So that's pretty cool. Right, it's like a little miniature Johnny Five. He also has a 
audio recording and stuff. So you can literally put Johnny Five sounds in them if you want to. But I said, well, first thing I'm going to do is load him up with some Samuel L. Jackson stuff. So. <laughs> So I can come up and be like, hey, robot, say what again? And he can say, I dare you. <laughs> and just go off. <laughs> you have to put the one, the one speech what? from, right, that whole speech from Pulp Fiction where he does the little spiel from the Bible verse. <laughs> right. And you got to put somebody, a telemarketer, or I guess it wouldn't be that, a, a solicitor comes to the door, you can have him answer okay. the door and just give that speech and then close the door. <laughs> it's a, it just confused Jehovah, the shit out of someone and make their day, you know. Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, I don't think Jehovah's Witness. You know, and they would like see this robot. They'd probably take off running, like calling the cops. There's this is an alien that was at the door. <laughs> Either that, or you'd be deemed the witch's house, and you got witchcraftery going on there. Yeah, I think if you stick a phone in his little space where there's there's a spot for a phone there so that he can learn moves by watching you, I think you can also have that transmit camera to your app so you can control him from the thing and have the walking around camera going on. That's kind of cool oh. as hell. That thing must have cost a fortune. It was free, but if you buy it, it's 400 bucks. How the hell did you get it for free? She signed up for some kind of thing where you have to, you know, write reviews and tell people how you think of what you think of their product, and then they say they give you the product in order to do that. So he, oh, he's gotten some cool. a couple of Nerf toys and some books and shit that he doesn't care about, and there's been an assortment of weird snack foods and things that I said, okay, whatever, and then they have to write something on Amazon and wherever else, but for free, that's cool. I want to do that for my kids. They'll they want free Nerf guns. Like that's... yeah, well you only get one, which makes the kids have to fight over it. But that's okay. They can share. We've got a whole goddamn fucking bucket full. We've got like thirty of them, and they want more. Well, of course. <laughs> they I'll find out what the place one. is called, and uh, and I'll let you know. But the, it's always different stuff. Obviously, it's not the same thing every time. But they have just random shit all all the time that you can, I guess, click on the things that you're interested in. And that's kind of cool. Yeah, and there's always a random a box. Thing. No, you just have to do the job afterwards. Right. I'll do the job afterwards for free robots. <laughs> that's definitely, that's the biggest thing he's gotten for sure. That, that yeah, was, that's cool as hell, man. Shit, I'll sign up for some free Tupperware because my shit keeps disappearing. <laughs> Fucking new knife set. I don't care. Like, gives me some kitchen kitchen work, a free couch. I don't know. Two fifty two. I used to get enough wilderness day trips with my parents that I didn't need to, you know, go to the lake otherwise. But you know, if I'd have known there was cool stuff going on like chicks and bikinis and stuff, I would have. But I would not have been able to get there anyway because none of us had a car, you know, until Pat got one. Yeah. That's and then true. he promptly used it to ditch us and go chase women. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame him. He's gonna say, "No, I didn't." And that's true. He didn't. I'm just giving him some shit, you know. <laughs> We went a lot of places in the little red mobile. Yeah, we did. First, uh, that was our first accident too. <laughs> yep. Oh God, 
That was a crazy day right there. I think we weren't ditching where we was at lunchtime. It was lunch, but we weren't ditching. We were just out at lunch because we used to be able to do that. Yeah, we were on our way to lunch when we got into the accident. That's right. Oh, man. Yeah, we must have been headed to the mall by route behind the, you know, back behind my house towards the, you know, the mall there. Must have had to stop in my house and then hit the mall because we wouldn't have been going that direction otherwise. <laughs> yeah, we were on Air Base Parkway. I remember that. Yeah. I remember- we actually, man, we, we actually, we, sh- if, if Pat's uh, reflexes weren't as good as they were, we would have been killed in that, <laughs> that goddamn thing. I don't even think I was wearing a seatbelt in the back. Nice. Well, yeah, you didn't have to in the back, sir. Yeah. And then, uh, or it wasn't, uh, I don't know if it was a law or not, but yeah, I should have been wearing his email. <laughs> but I remember, yeah, he slammed on those brakes and we basically just kind of tapped that car in front of us. But, ooh, boy, that was scary. Yeah. And then, then I did ditch because we it was like by the time the cops got there, it was like an hour later and shit, and we were late. And I said, ah, fuck, I'm just going to walk home. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did feel bad, but I was like, man, I got to get to school. What, what the hell? Why did we have to? Oh, God, I should have been thinking. I was like, man, we got into an accident. We got the perfect. We don't we shouldn't be going back to school. Yeah, that's, that's I, I did. Fuck it. I didn't. I wasn't known for going back to school anyway, so it really wasn't a big loss with me. But <laughs> you had attendance actually doing good and stuff. So yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Fuck. I can't. See now I'm thinking. Uh, I can't remember if I did go back to your house, and maybe your mom talked to my mom, or if I just uh, did go back to school. Yeah, I, I, it's I so hazy. I think I went home alone because I remember getting chewed out, uh-huh. and she used to not chew me out as much if you were there. Until like you would leave, right. of course. You know, I'm sure your mom did that sort of the same way, but I wasn't there enough. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I got but, chewed uh, out a lot. Mike was always uh, that guy. If they uh, the chores around the house, I remember that getting stuff done around the crib, yeah, which I never even minded. I, I like pitching in a hand; it's no big deal. I mean, your parents always fed me and stuff, so I was like, shit. I just no problem helping out. Yeah. And fences and trim and stuff like that. Although when she did mention the trim thing, I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I get to help out on trim? (laughs) No, not that type of trim. Oh, (laughs) all right. Well, cool. There's going to be some trim out in the yard. Come on over, guys. (laughs) And then you get there with there's paint buckets and stuff like, oh. Like the worst Tom Sawyering ever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Sawyered. Most of that stuff that we had to do, as much as we were complaining at the time, was relatively fun. There wasn't anything other than the pool, which was a big pain in the ass, but that was still kind of fun, really. Right. Yeah. That was was some backbreaking work there, but yeah, everything else wasn't even that big of a deal. I'm trying to figure out how I managed to stay fat after moving an entire yard with the dirt from one side of the house to the other. Oh, man. Well, it was the... Because, uh, you know what's funny is that you never ate a lot of food that I ever saw, but I it was just the type of stuff we were eating back then. Oh, hell yeah. It was just crappy food. <laughs> <laughs> I was just recently telling someone, lunch every day, two cherry Cokes, 
a French bread and a cookie. <laughs> there it is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that the sugar content alone and all of that stuff is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. There was almost no nutritional value in anything we ate. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. Yeah, when we go to work, that food was actually better for us. Uh, right. <laughs> you talking about the Chick-fil-A? Or Chick-fil-A or, or Orange Julius or oh, even Orange the, Julius. the guys at the pizza place. Yeah, that's true. Uh, at least there were vegetables and fruit nearby, you know. Right. And uh, we'd get nutrition by osmosis because we weren't really messing with those veggies. <laughs> I'd eat them at dinner, but my mom was, you know, it was, it was the thing back then. All the veggies were co- covered in butter or cheese or both or whatever. It was never something steamed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Fucking Fago. But it's so good. It's so good. I always used to have the machine in the in the uh, warehouse, yes. too. And yep. They couldn't set it to free, but there was a bowl of quarters on top all the time. Yep. There was, like, never-ending Fago. The Joker's Wild is brought to you by... Fago. Everybody sing! Sing your mama straight up to the snow. Tell that bitch to bring home a Fago. It was like you might as well have had, like, a fountain, like, a water fountain, like, in, uh... The one Adam Sandler movie where it's got the Hawaiian punch. Right. Yeah, but I saw a picture of my face from around that time the other day, and it said, "Well, I, you know, you can see where most of it went." So it looks like I have a, a face surrounded in about six other layers of face. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, the roundness of my face sticks out further than my ears on the side. It's not like angled at all like a normal yeah. face should be. What's going on there? So, oh yeah, that because, was like twelve, uh, you know, full sugared fagos a day, followed by you know pizzas and chicken wings. Pizzas and chicken wings, right? <laughs> and if they put the celery on the plate and you tried to eat it, you would be made fun of for like weeks. <laughs> Why? Because you ate celery. You, this motherfucker ate celery. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I don't know why that was funny, but it was to them. Like when he fr- the first time he saw a cherry, what's that? You know, my grandma had to explain what the fuck a cherry was to the 25-year-old man. <laughs> Are you kidding me? But no, he was, he said, what is that? And she told him. He's Which like, one was oh, it? Only, was it Joey was, or no, Joe? It was Joe. He used to sit and oh. talk. He used to sit and have conversations with her before I would get home and shit. They used to come oh. over early just to do that, I think. But, uh, but oh. yeah, and she'd be like... And he's like, well, I never saw a cherry that wasn't chilled on a cake or in a jar. What, why is it like that color and stuff? And then he ate it. And he was like, what the fuck? And like surprised that he'd never, you know, like when a, a baby tastes a food for the first time, he made that okay. face. Like, look at this. <laughs> he's like, well, I never had any fresh ass cherries before. That's the shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Go to the store, dumbass, and buy them. Yeah. I didn't know that, that he, oh, your poor grandma. <laughs> no, she used to like having conversations with him because he was. Oh, I'm sure he's because he's entertainment. I mean, especially back then, and he was he was usually a pretty animated person too when he would talk and like tell his stories and stuff. So I could see why it would be entertainment. Yeah, she'd usually give him a piece of cake or something. He was happy, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know if Joe, if Joey would, and like, I don't let, that's why I was like, was this Joe or Joey? No, he didn't, he didn't like to talk too much, you know. Yeah, Joey was quiet. He'd go, he'd go sit downstairs and you'd find him playing video games when you, if he was there early, but usually he would just show up late anyway. 252. this where I step in and I get my recorder and my ghost box and we try to like summon Macho Man and oh yeah (laughs) what a haunted Macho Man would be a frightening sound (laughs) not to me but I don't know no that would be kind of spooky if all of a sudden I heard (laughs) stop into a Slim Jim (laughs) through (laughs) through the static because those boxes are very noisy because it's a free, you know, it's basically uh, running up and down a radio wave very quickly. Uh, it's just a pink noise thing, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, it's... basically. You can take um, a, a Walkman or a radio and do it yourself and make one. So they, so the, they usually call them shack hacks. But you can buy the ghost box stuff online for like 30 bucks or something. But anytime I seem to use one of those, I always get shit talking. That shit's cracking. <laughs> I got ghost talking left and right. But that would be funny as fuck to summon those two and see if we can. <laughs> you just have to do it as a comedy sketch. We could definitely put right. it <laughs> get enough people to do these guys. I still have the, the dudes from the Fat Hacks and stuff that are, they want to do that kind of stuff on this show that we were talking about doing, but now they're doing their a different show in uh, Port Huron or something. So I said, well, cool. If you guys, we're doing it Friday nights. So I said, well, we'll do our show Friday nights and you can do yours and we'll call each other's shows and just confuse the shit out of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be funny. Okay, cool. Awesome. Good deal. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just Anytime. seen something. No, I just saw something walk from like my bathroom area. I'm sitting on my couch and I had my head tilted to the left a little bit, which faces my dining room, kitchen, and the bedrooms and stuff. And I just saw like a weird kind of blobby mist walk past. Okay. And did it say, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you successfully summoned the Macho Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the big one. No, I don't know. That was weird. It was kind of like that one video I just posted today on YouTube. That video was crazy. I have to go back and watch, or not YouTube, Facebook. I posted it today where it's a security camera of a hotel. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, did you see the fucking thing walk out of the room? Did you see that or no? No. I heard it. Yeah. 
But my You'll thing was going, but it's like, oh. It was going choppy because I was doing other things at the you'll same hear, time online. You'll, you'll hear the woman screaming and the yeah. guy standing at the door talking back. And he's like, I can hear a woman screaming, but you could see it was hesitant of going in there. Yeah. And when he went in, just as he opened the door and went in, you see this weird kind of blobby, transparent kind of thing walk out and as it's walking out the light in the hallway is flickering and then you see the guy back up and he radios in and he's like we need 911 here now like the carpet's ripped to shreds he's like the whole room's torn apart and the video ended and I was like holy shit like that was fucking creepy (laughs) You know, to me, I was like, that's awesome. That's like a, the gold mine. But, you know, to physically, it's like to be there and to hear that scream, like, and be a paranormal investigator. If I heard that fucking screaming, I would be like, uh, yeah, nope. I ain't going in there. <laughs> you can call, um, I'm going to call 911. <laughs> they're like, no one, and you know, and they're like, no one's in this room. No one's supposed to be in this room. And it's pretty crazy. So it was interesting. I saw that was like, oh, well, whatever that blob was that was in the video, I just seen something similar to that. So my girlfriend used to live in a house off of Eight Mile and basically Shane or by the the plant that's there. Was it Chrysler? The Chrysler plant? There's lots of plants around. Um, her house that she lived in, believe it or not, used to be, uh, it was a funeral parlor. So the, so the fucking first time that I ever go over there right away off the bat, there's like three old people chilling in her living room that I can see, (laughs) you know, because of my fucking wonderful, beautiful gifts that I have. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Rachel, we're in the fuck. And she's like, it used to be a funeral home. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And the lights kept flickering on and off upstairs. And she's telling me all the shit that's going on. And I'm like, I'm fucking too high to be fucking dealing with this shit. Like, creepy grandma's fucking freaking me out. And I'm stoned. Somebody want to buy a house that was a few, you know, I would, oh, I, no matter how cheap it was. I, I, I see. I know people who would be into it <laughs> no. just because. You know what, though? I, I wouldn't, after watching Haunting in, Haunting in Connecticut, honestly, I would be wary. Definitely, thankfully, because I have the gifts that I have, I can walk through the house and be able to be like, yeah, no, this probably isn't a good idea. <laughs> to where 
the most general public when they buy houses like that, like my friend Rachel, she had no fucking clue that all hell was going to break loose. Nice. You know, and I don't know. And she knew I was just getting into the paranormal stuff. So she was always calling me. We got all kinds of crazy shit. And then she was dating proof at the time. <laughs> and that was shortly after that, he got shot and killed. I was actually one night babysitting her kids and while she was out with proof and he came to the apartment and I got to hang out and meet with him and chill with him for there was a couple of times I got to, to hang out with Mr. Proof we used to hang out with those guys all the time and they were nothing you know and then one day suddenly they're famous it's like it's hey look it's those guys the proof is in the pudding and he's such a down to earth fucking guy but i unfortunately think that the whole reason that he got killed was it was due to drugs and it was covered up and it wasn't at all what the papers made it to appear to be we'll just say they they got into an argument and and then people got shot but their argument was not just random (laughs) No, and there was other things that happened, like, within the crime scene. But the crazy thing is, is she called me that night because she wanted me to watch the kids because she was going to go with him. And she kept, like, arguing back and forth with herself on the phone with me where she was like, should I go? I don't know if I should go. This this is ridiculous, okay? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. Shit. I'm just like, well, then don't go. But make up your fucking mind and tell me, do I need to come over there or not? You know? And I'm so thankful that she didn't go because she could have ended up in the crossfires and killed with them. And she had two kids, little kids that she was a single mom to. All right, so what's this whole thing? All right, I didn't get a chance to read it very quickly, but now... I was reading something where Robert England is saying he's going to be playing or wants to play in A Nightmare on Elm Street, but he doesn't want it to be like a remake. He wants it to be like something like where it's like Nightmare on Elm Street 9 or something. Right. Did he said he'll, he obviously someone has contacted him and said this last one didn't work, but we still have movies to make, you know. So, uh, right. so he said, well, yeah, he, what he wants to do is go back and make the next movie in the series he was already making versus the Make second it. part. He doesn't want to do the second part of the movie they just started. And what that boils down to is the fact that Robert England is fine with playing a child murderer, but does not want to play the child molester they have going now. Gotcha. You know, he's like, I don't want any part of that shit. If you want yeah. to bring Freddie back to one level of evil, we're cool. But this new bullshit is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is a little pushing past bullshit. <laughs> so I think that's him making that sort of stand. He's going, well, I'll, I'll come back and save your series and make these movies forever, but you got to do me this one favor. <laughs> Stop. 
and stop Lusty that shit and go, go back to the old makeup and let's do what we were doing. Because <laughs> the new stuff, nobody right. wants that. Well, that, that was not sweet. cool. No, no. And I think there's like, I don't know. I thought I was taping Nightmare on Elm Street off of Sci-Fi the other night. And it was not Nightmare on Elm Street. It was like a revised visit. Revert. I don't even know what the fuck it was. I was pissed. But <laughs> it went along with what it was. But... I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's a series that Sci-Fi is doing. I'm confused. I, I, I was. They're high. not showing Freddy's nightmares, <laughs> are they? What? They're not showing the old Freddy's nightmares series, are they? Uh, we're coming to you live from outside the Springwood Municipal Courthouse. Uh, this is the scene of the pretrial hearing of accused mass murderer Fred Krueger. The hopes and the fears of this terrorized community ride on the evidence being presented by Prosecutor Michael Deeks. The evidence presented to this court was obtained during an illegal arrest. Not in compliance with the Supreme Court's ruling on the rights of the accused. With great regret, I must grant defense's motion to dismiss. Your Honor, this man cannot be allowed to walk free. Then he should have been read his rights at the time of his arrest. I'm as sorry as you. But the law is the law. I've given my life to the law. I've always believed in it. Until today. And if it fails like today? Well, then it's our responsibility to be our own law. Now, wait a minute. Are you suggesting that we all become a lynch mob here, Michael? I'm all for giving a man a fair trial. But our stinking system wouldn't even let us get that far. We take it from here. Are you with me? Yeah. 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 Together again. Are you ready for Freddy? <laughs> that might be what it is. It's just called a Nightmare on Elm Street, huh. but it looks old. It doesn't okay, look that, something current. Prob- probably what it is. Then yeah, do you, remember, do you remember that series? It was when they used no. to have the, the Friday the Thirteenth series that was not about Jason. It was right. Uh, Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah, they ran for maybe two. No, years. okay. This it's not. It's no, no. This was straight up like it kind of followed the whole opening act of like you know where she wakes up has the dream in the beginning she's running through the boiler room but it's tina yeah the but first, instead uh, it's a boy okay so the first couple and episodes of that had freddie in him too so yeah yeah and he's in it but i don't know i just fucking stopped it and <laughs> deleted it because i was pissed because <laughs> i wanted to fucking watch the original goddamn nightmare on elm street so I was like, well, fuck you. I'm erasing you. I'm watching Cabin in the Woods. And then I fell asleep. But I did watch Scream Queens. God damn that show. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking show rocks. I have to say, bravo. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you see it this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost let my son watch it. And I'm so glad to laugh. But the Backstreet Boys part at the fucking end. I about pissed my fucking pants. Like, uh-huh. it was cool, like, to see him, like, saw off the dude when they bro- broke out and were walking down the street in their white outfits and Backstreet Boys, everybody started playing. I about pissed my fucking <laughs> pants. 
Yeah, that guy's <laughs> funny. That, uh, he's such a total uh, asshole, but he's very he, entertaining. He is. And he didn't get killed, though. So, you know, the one dude got his arm lopped off twice, which was kind of funny. And then, but the whole them, like, beating up on the car and stuff, I was like, oh, my God, this is so beyond fucking cheesy. And if anybody is, like, taking this show one bit seriously, I want to sp- I'm going to throat punch you because this is the funniest shit ever. Like, if you haven't been watching it, you have to. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's called Scream Queens. It's on Fox. It, is it on Tuesdays? I think it's on uh, at yep. 9 o'clock, I think. I don't know. It's, it's funny. It's some funny shit. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is the one of getting accused of doing everything. And I did like that, though, where she had the noise machine. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing my fucking ass off. What would you like to fall asleep to? Whales? Well, how about, uh, what, what, did, what else? There was the whales. There was like. Some hyenas or something. Hyenas. And then she was just like, well, then you can go to sleep to the serial killer noise or something like that. <laughs> and it was so like. I'll just set it to slasher movie then. <laughs> slasher movie noises or something like that. And it, was, it was awesome. Yeah, good she's, show. She's doing a good job there. She obviously she is having a lot of fun with her role. She looks like she's having fun. I would be having fun, dude. That. <laughs> Well, and they don't know who it is either, so they're having fun with that all together. I think it's everybody. (laughs) I'm still trying to guess, like, what the frick's going on. I think it's like six different people that think it's them and one other person, but it's actually like everybody except for maybe one or two people. (laughs) Who's the baby in the fucking bathtub? Is it, I think it's the Grace, that Grace girl. Could be. But... It's too early in the season, too. It could also be somebody that we haven't seen that's the baby. Who knows? You know, you never know. You have to wait. And, you know, that's that's the fun part. Is like they're intentionally yeah. making it so you have no idea. Yeah, there. Because every time it seems like it should be that everywhere. person, you go, oh, it's this person, and then they make it so it's not that person somehow. Right. Everything could be that. a lie. So. The chick in the vehicle, I found this chainsaw in your room. She's got a chainsaw underneath her fucking bed. Well, my grandma sent it to me after you took my fan, my taser away. (laughs) (laughs) So she gives her the chainsaw back. I'm like, okay. The only person that's definitely not is the the deaf Taylor Swift girl. It's just, it's not her. That was was still fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. I did. I woke my husband up because I was laughing so hard. I, like, hit the bed and everything. I was just like, I did not just fucking hear that. They did not just do that. Are you thinking Taylor Swift? (laughs) (laughs) Poor Princess Crazy Girl. She has no clue. Oh, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Basically, she gets her head lopped off by a lawnmower and by a dude in a red devil suit, but she's deaf, and they've got everybody buried in the backyard, like all the pledges of this sorority. And uh, everyone's screaming because they see this dude on a fucking lawnmower coming, and she's like, why is everybody screaming? (laughs) 
and she couldn't figure it out. And they were like, are you singing Taylor Swift? So she started to like sing and then all of a sudden her head gets lopped off. But they don't show the head getting lopped off and like tossed across the yard, which I wish they would have. <laughs> well, it's still TV. Right. They show a big pile of sprayed goo coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they showed the dude's arms getting freaking chopped off. That's true. You know, I didn't expect that. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I was about to watch, let my kid watch it. And then I saw that and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. it's, it's best to assume it's not for the kids at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Damn all these shows that aren't good for kids, but yet I'll let my kid watch American Dad and Futurama and Family Guy. Well, I don't, but my husband does. I think they assume that everyone who has kids at this point just puts it on Disney or Nickelodeon and locks it in. You know, and then, right. So they don't think the kids are watching any of those other channels at all. And the content sort of reflects that. Because there's no more, we used to have a couple days of the week where it would be all family-friendly shows for two hours. Right. And now there's not that. <laughs> no, it's all over the damn place. And then you say, well, they're going to put the kids in front of Netflix with a play next episode button, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not me. I stick my kids in their bed and put on bubble guppies or something. Here you go, you watch this. <laughs> See, my kid never sleep. wanted to watch anything I was into. Right. So if oh, I was into it, she would automatically be like, ah, oh, now I go around and watch my stuff. Yeah, Patrick's into ghost adventures, and he just freaked out because I told him they're trying to get them to come and do Eloise here on no. Michigan Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. And I have obvious ties within the paranormal, but I don't know Zach directly. I've met him. Oh, well, you need Frank, to get you need to Frank get a hold of him. Knows, yeah, Frank knows Zach, but <laughs> Yeah, well, I um, I got to see yeah. Marty tomorrow actually. I'd be like, uh, Marty, um, you got Zach's number? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my kid would fucking flip out because he loves Zach. When I met him person to person, he was really awesome. He was a really nice guy. He seemed really down to earth. He wasn't the douchebaggy guy that you saw on TV. And then as more as the show picked up, they're on season 11 now. So, and they're going strong, but they got some wicked ass fucking equipment that I would love to just fucking sit back and at least investigate with them or at least go. Or if they do come here to film, I want to go and take my kid so he can meet Zach. Because that's like, you know, my kid, most kids are into superheroes and shit. No, my son's like fucking Zach Baggins and Daryl Dixon. (laughs) (laughs) It was so cute when I told him today, I'm like, Ghost Adventures may be coming to Michigan. And he's like, where? And I'm like, not too far from the house. And I'm like, remember that building that we always pass going down Michigan Avenue that you say is creepy and you don't like? And he's like, yeah, (laughs) like, that's the place. And he's like, no way. And he's like, can you call Zach for me? (laughs) He's like, do you have his number? And I'm like, no, honey, but I'm sure I could probably arrange something. He lived in Trenton, and that's when he actually had his first experience with a ghost. And that's what directed him 
into doing what he did. So when he left Michigan, graduated or whatever from film school, and he headed off to Vegas, and that's basically probably a year later, I think, that's when Ghost Adventures started. Or he did a couple documentaries or of some sort on something, but it was all, it was all directed towards paranormal, and it was because of the one event that happened where he was living. But he won't talk about it. Hmm. Yeah. Must have been something something cool. Something pretty in- <laughs> yeah, pretty intense because the most most paranormal investigators that I've met that are very well off in the field, like John Zaffis, who's the godfather basically of the paranormal. He has the show on sci-fi that's the haunted collector. Um, and he worked on the haunting in Connecticut case and he still to this day will not talk about what he's seen in the basement, but that house was a funeral home. And there was a demon within the house, but it attacked him, but he will not talk about it. Mm. No. And the people that lived in that house, it took him almost 20 years to get them to open up and talk about it. So the movie that they made, you know, the Hollywood movie, Haunted in Connecticut, doesn't really hold much truth to the actual real story of what happened. But there is... A like documentary on it where John Zaffis is actually in it and does this has tells the story of some of the shit that happened in that house. That's one of the how that's a house gone wrong, <laughs> funeral home gone wrong. Let's just say. <laughs> when you buy a house though, and they've got half of the fucking mortuary still set up in the basement and it's not taken down and like remodeled, that should be given to not buy the fucking house. Right. In the Amityville Horror, the ghost told them to get out the house. White people stayed in there. Now that's a hint and a half for your ass. A ghost say, get the fuck out. I would just tip the fuck out the door. They walked and looked in the toilet bowl, was blood in the toilet. They said, that's peculiar. I would have been in the house and said, oh, baby, this is beautiful. We got a chandelier hanging up here, kids outside playing. It's a beautiful neighborhood. We ain't got nothing to wear. I really love them. This is really nice. Get out. Too bad we can't stay, baby. 2.52. That does it for this episode. Check out our website at RetroNerds252.com for links and show notes. Tune in Friday nights at 9 for FNA, the new live show from Amy the Dream Master and Friends. Less nerdy, more creepy. You can find that on our YouTube page or through the link at RetroNerds.com FNA. Thanks for listening. We leave you today with thoughts on consumerism from the guys in Negative Land. Pepsi, a generation ahead. But can they really get inside my head? As long as you keep an open mind. Here they all are. Here they all are. Here they all are. Here they all are. We want soaps and cigarettes. We want Kleenex and Kotex. 
We want cake mixes and candy. We want unkissed and gold. We want cereals and soft drinks. We want Tony and Clairol. We want we want frozen pies and shape. We want contact and dial. We want laxatives and beer. We want Kool-Aid and clear toothpastes and margarines and fruit juices. We want Walmart cards. Here they all are. We want the lotions, the pet foods, the shampoos, and hair dyes. Here they all are. We want puddings, margarines, cake mixes, and all of which are preferred over all others. We do have the possibility of stopping this, and as I said the word stopping, I realize that's it. You know, if there's any message in my book, it's... Yeah, please, go ahead. Okay. We're fat. We're overfed. Stop, stop building cars, stop buying cars, uh, eliminate Woolworths. We don't need to daily newspaper seven or eight times every day. We want headache remedies in their tins. We don't need to daily newspaper seven or eight times every day. Laxatives in their bottles. Seven or eight times every day. Seven or eight times every day. We can control the corporations. All we have to do is stop buying what it is they're selling. Cheap creams, toothpastes, and cigarettes. Cereals too. It's, it's very simple. I mean, actually, they need us. We want and there's this whole campaign going on that somehow they're fulfilling the need of ours. And they're not. He is a beleaguered consumer, a confused consumer. We want battered by television. We want beautiful tea. Sailed by print. We want good clothes. Salted by radio. We want, want people to like us. They're, they're just ripping off everybody. So your so what would happen if like 50% of the people in this country, we do not want if they just said, no, we're not going to buy you cars, we don't need your cars, we don't, we don't need to go to Woolworths, we don't need your newspapers, your cigarettes, your coffee, you know, your Coca-Colas, your, your... we just ain't going to do it no more. We do not want to smell bad. We just ain't going to do it no more. We do not want to be ugly. We just ain't going to do it no more. We want money. And if all the, the real spiritual religious leaders in this country said so that's really what we got to do, right? So I mean, you're philosophical? Fight back. Fight back. The only thing that's going to solve the problem is to actually stop what it is that's causing We can control the corporations. All we have to do is stop buying what it is that's selling. Fight back. The only thing that's going to solve the problem is to actually stop what it is that's causing you. Right now. Fight back. Right now. $30 million a day spent in a desperate attempt to buy brands a bit of space in the memory box of the consumer. So you're philosophical? This is the restless American economy. It is also economic liberty, and once economic liberty is abridged or destroyed, all other liberty is abridged or destroyed. Power over a man's subsistence, said Alexander Hamilton, is power over his will. Fight back! And it's like an intellectual game to continually ask what the solution is when you're not willing to put it into effect. I mean, you're really not... scary. It's very frightening. That's what my dad would call real truth in advertising. We have never seen such a thing happen. Instead, the campaign continues to flourish like a great tree spreading its branches and reaching for the sun. And year after year, rich and fruitful seeds continue to sift down to the earth in new sales and customers. Down, 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 down.
So you're philosophical? Well, like we say, if you can't lick them... Uh, Join them. Uh, put them on with a big piece of tape is what we say. Oh. Ah, uh, uh, Adonis, pull yourself together. Pull yourself together.